0: Dude, there's no chance I'm calling these schmucks. Come on, man. You know you need them to help get the word out. They can't even get the podcast recorded. They're hidden somewhere over, I don't know, Salzburg. We can do this on Behind the Feathers.
1: <laughs> no chance.
0: I got the number right here, man. It says for emergency only, so you don't follow the rules. Clearly, an emergency. We're in a pandemic. I guess. Well, I am going want to think about it. I'm you fucking calling, dude. I said, I'll think about it, guy. No, you said okay. I said, I'll think about it, guy. Already ringing. Oh, I can hear Dan.
2: Guten tag, the Brotherhood of the Church of St. Jesse Marsh.
0: Can you guys go do another podcast? It's important.
2: Uh, maybe. Uh, let me go check with Keith. Keith, Connor wants us to uh, do a podcast.
3: Probably not a bad idea. We're kind of wearing out our welcome here.
2: Yeah, I think uh, we thought the transition from Jesus to Jesse would be a little bit easier than it has been for these monks.
3: Plus, they said they'd have beer.
2: Dude, they have fucking beer. It's
3: a Trappist monastery. But no high life? I mean, seriously.
1: This episode may or may not be sponsored by Bose. Remember, this podcast is better when there's actual audio, or perhaps not. You decide.
3: welcome back to another episode of forwards backwards podcast not from the gimme some truth studios and not from the corner of glenway and monroe this week we'll preview madison versus covid neil's poshmark and talk some music as always i'm joined by the luke duke to my beau dan fallon dan why are we producing more content now that there is no soccer
2: um, well, I think, didn't I mention this on our, our uh, first episode of uh, Running on Fumes, the FC Belvedere Oasis podcast, that uh, soccer is really optional in all of this. Um, it's really just about the podcasting and the drinking. So now we have way more time to do those other two things.
3: Yeah, without soccer getting in the way, I think our, yes. our drinking, yes. and, it was really the soccer that was holding back this holding back. podcast. Correct. I think Correct. If, you, if you, yeah, get into, get into it. Uh, I mean, think well, about it. Since there
2: hasn't been soccer, I've met Jesse Marsh. I've met Roger Bennett. I mean, I, I think I'm I'm on a streak. I'm on a winning streak here. Who, who's stuff. next? Who do you want next? Bob Lee, the original Golden Blazer. That's
3: who you want, is Bob Lee, huh? I want Bob Lee. Yeah, who who broadcast from 1989 the the shot were heard around the world the the Paul jury strike that sent the U.S. to the 1990 World Cup. The we're also welcome vo- the looping volley. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a rocket. It was not a straight line. We're also welcoming Cowboy Neil at the Wheel Havadi. Neil, what's the word on the Poshmark Street right now?
1: Oh, we're hot. We're hot. We're selling hot. Weekends have been good. Uh, unfortunately, running out of inventory in the shoe department. Um, sourcing is difficult. Can't get out to the thrift stores. Um, not really counting on buying shoes from other sellers. So dwindling down, but at the same time, listings are going strong.
3: Anything that you think is a particularly good deal right now as we uh, do the QVC network here on our podcast?
1: A uh, couple uh, new in-box specials, new with tag, new in-box. It's, it's a lingo of the reseller game. Um, this one in particular, I'm reselling for a friend at a 3% sell-on rate. A um, couple of pairs of New Balance um, molded firm ground soccer shoes, brand new in box, um, size nine and a half on both. Tremendous deal. Um, I can make, uh, about 40 bucks a pair. Any takers?
2: So Neil, I, you know, on behalf of some of your fans, um, there was some concern over whether why you're not for sale on the uh, Poshmark page. It's very clearly a picture of you looking relatively sultry in your bed. Um, and then it says not for sale. And I, I think you might be missing out on your potentially your highest, uh,
1: selling item Um, there's a reason i keep that that picture at the top of my closet and it's just to lure buyers in, potential buyers um they can like it they can share it but they they can't buy it um but it keeps people coming back back to the closet
3: dan we're up to 351 twitter followers now 49 away from 400 when we'll do our takeaway maybe we can take away some shoes Ooh! This is a brand new world of sourcing. I think. I think this ceiling.
2: Is, you know, it's a takeaway. Also, Keith, I, takeaway. I noticed our I noticed our numbers have been skyrocketing as we've done podcasts not about Forward Madison. We did a well a joint podcast about FC Belvedere Oasis and the Chicago Red Stars. Seem to be one of our more popular <laughs> uh, popular episodes.
3: Well, people, uh, I think know that we're not good sources on on forward Madison. We just we have no idea what's going on. I, I think our listenership has skyrocketed the further we get away again from from talking about soccer. True. People know. True. People really think of this as a music podcast now, Dan, because they're <laughs> waiting, waiting for our suggestions. Uh, we're also very happy to welcome the man we had nicknamed Captain Zen uh, for his previous uh coronatine lifestyle. But I would say, Dan, this Mad- forward Madison versus COVID 19 match has reawakened the beast. He's back, baby. The competitive <laughs> drive is there. He's ready to take on uh the pandemic himself. He's gonna break it in half. He's going down into the basement and coming up with with research and a vaccine himself, maybe. Uh I'm talking about uh Captain Zen, of course uh, Captain Fantastico, Connor Turbo, not like the fish Tobin. How are you, Connor?
0: What's going on? If I knew that Dan was collecting uh, celebrity scalps, I would have told him to come on the little birthday hangout I was on yesterday. With oh no,
2: nope. no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a, that would have been a hard pass. <laughs> just
3: poking the bear. He's just poking the bear. He's back. You I'm can, back. I'm back. Connor, we were worried. We were worried we were going to have to do a wellness check. Every other time we've kind of chatted with you, you've been very mellow and very – and now the, the fire is back you're, you're back in the belly. It's good to see.
0: Yeah, I finally went grocery shopping for the first time in six weeks, so I got the piss and vinegar back. <laughs>
3: so it wasn't, it wasn't like existential angst or anything like that. It was just malnourishment?
0: I think so. I think ah, we got to the bottom of it. I just had to yeah. get a couple bags of pretzels, and I'm golden. <laughs>
3: what uh what's your go-to meal in in uh quarantine
0: Ooh, i've been i actually tried to get to the back of my pantry so the last couple of weeks i was really scrounging there a bit and uh just getting down to you know dessert you gotta have something sweet before you go to bed so i was making peanut butter fudge from scratch and doing some weird things <laughs> very nice
2: one out of my captain making peanut butter fudge at home I gotta
0: <laughs> Yeah, I like you it. Gotta, you got to mix it up. I was crushing the <laughs> crushing the oatmeal game.
3: Crushing the oatmeal game. New new developments in in Connor's diet. Uh, by the way, also we're joined. You can probably hear in the background by producer Paisley, who uh, has been been very angry over the last several days as the rabbits have come out. I have not seen a living creature hate anything more than Paisley hates rabbits. So apologize for for the barking. What we really want to get into here uh, today, uh, the reason we're we're having this podcast is to talk a little bit about uh, both the Forward Madison versus COVID-19 challenge, and then also, Connor, you're starting 21, which you've been putting up on social media and spreading the word on. And then as part of that challenge as well, uh, Dan and I are, are we're going with a game day 18, right? Match day 18. Match day 18. And so we're going to hashtag match day 18. <laughs> In response,
2: we, we felt like uh, turbo put down the gauntlet. Uh, we couldn't come up with 21 people, but we came up with 18.
3: Well, you know, we were going to do all of our listeners, but that left us with three. So we were kind of looking for 15 other people. So that's... We also couldn't going.
2: afford to travel with 21, so we can only bring 18.
3: <laughs> we're on a Greyhound. We, we're we using... We're traveling with the Eru- Eruption Tour bus. And so it's a, it's a little less uh, high quality than than Forward Madison style. So, uh, Connor, what's going on with this, uh, this match? What's the concept behind it? We, you know, wanted to have... Uh, Kuba on as well, but we've had him on a couple of times already, and he was kind of big timing us. So, what's going on with this match? How'd this come about?
0: Yeah, uh, no. So, the club came up with an idea to have a metaphorical match against COVID. Uh, obviously, we're all battling the same sort of opponent right now on a lot of different fronts, but to uh, use the club in um, this game is a kind of a rallying point for the community. So, uh, they're selling tickets to this match. Um, that gets you a commemorative ticket and your name up on a mural at Breeze. But more importantly, it uh, takes about half the ticket donation or ticket purchase price. um, and They're going to the local restaurant partners that the club has um, and having them uh, cook meals that will be delivered to frontline hospital workers. So um, a way to kind of bring together some different aspects of the community, but I think most importantly make a really strong statement about not only how powerful – Ford Madison is as a community asset, but more importantly, how strong the community of Madison is.
3: And sort of to follow up on that, what's what's going to go on alongside with this this match in, in addition to the commemorative ticket, um, you know, plans for the mural, anything else that you can kind of fill in our listeners who've, you know, seen this on social, social media and have, have kind of jumped in with, with both feet. Um, you know, I think they've already sold over a thousand tickets in, in maybe even the first 48 or 72 hours since yeah. it went on sale. So what, what more should, should folks know about this?
0: Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, as I said, they want this to be a really big statement of, uh, the Madison community. So they're targeting, uh, at least goal number one is to beat the attendance record for a Ford Madison game. Uh, it'd be really cool to set an attendance record that could never be beat, um, actually in person, um. I know there's some people that want to even target a bigger number of, you know, what is the actual, uh, attendance record for breeze itself, which I believe belongs for the concert venue, which is 10,632 ish.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so they want to go big and kind of attack that. Um, and there, there there's talk if we can reach some of those stretch goals of, you know, possibly doing something that's kind of a nugget for all the people that chip in. Um, one of the other things that's kind of happening that's been cool is, uh, you know, not everyone right now financially can go out and purchase a ticket to a match that's never going to happen. Um, but there's been people that have been purchasing tickets on behalf of other people and donating them in their name. Um, that way, you know, kind of that statement of community that will go up with this mural will actually contain names of people that just aren't who can afford it, but names of people that are representative of Madison and, and across the board.
3: Uh, as as far as that nugget, I really think uh, what, what should be revealed is you, you get the drone on match day, and it comes and gets the big view of, of Bree Stevens, and then it gradually just kind of shrinks in, shrinks in, shrinks in, and you get to midfield, and you see Neil and Connor playing Sabutio against each other. That's really <laughs> my goal. Maybe <laughs> that's ball. my dude. Huh? Yeah. Maybe even yeah. a foosball. We might if we can get a six foot wide foosball table. Maybe we. Well, actually do that,
2: Turbo. I think you're you're. We could probably weave in some uh, soccer tennis here, man. Like that's that's distance, right? You got yeah. six feet. There's a net. I think I think Governor Evers would be on board with this.
0: COVID has no chance for your soccer tennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say. I might have been on a phone call, and there's some pretty wild ideas being thrown about, and a couple of them would be pretty cool if they end up uh, being the route the club goes.
2: Forward, Madison throwing around crazy ideas—I don't
0: believe it. Kuba uh, <laughs> is probably on the drink.
3: Kuba, <laughs> allowing no your
2: drinking clause.
3: Yeah, but uh, so speaking of the ways of kind of paying it forward, one of the things that you've come up with and and uh, decided to do is to do what you're calling your starting 21 why 21 because there are 11 players on on the field connor
0: this is a big opponent we can't afford to take any risk here so i'm gonna try to sneak some people on the field Uh, (laughs) you know the build up to the match they, they announced this last friday i think the match is may 22nd so that was 21 days so i figured why not feature 21 people sneak 21 people on the field and kick the shit out of covid
3: uh, most COVID goes up to 19, but this one, this one goes too louder. You got, you got, you got louder. eat
0: 19. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's louder. It's too louder. Um, so who are, who are some of the people that you've honored so far? What what are you looking for? Uh, can people suggest names that they think should be honored to yeah. you?
2: Are Keith uh, and I on the list is what really Keith's trying to get at because of the contributions we've made to the, the local soccer ecosystem.
0: <laughs> Just the podcasting end. Um, No, I'm looking to kind of highlight some stories of positivity of people that are making a difference in this community, Um, not just currently, but, you know, have been over the last few years. I'm looking to kind of hit a wide uh, swash of people, uh, kids, adults, all different sort of backgrounds. Um, We just started on Friday, kicked it off with uh, Millennium Soccer Club's uh, founder, someone that's been doing that for almost 20 years. Um, so that was really cool.
3: Tom Grog, who was also a former, uh, uh, school teacher and, and all that as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, highlighted, uh, the local, uh, refugee who works in the hospital system. Um, but again, right, we're trying to find, or I'm trying to find stories, uh, of just positivity and kind of spread a different sort of message. And I think one of the challenges that I've felt and probably other people have felt is being kind of cooped up and not having that interaction. So, a little bit easier to kind of slip into a dark place so just kind of put out positive stories of things that have gone on um, just to remind people how strong this community is um, that said you know if people do have suggestions of people they've seen make a difference it might be a neighborhood kid that it, you know he helps the elderly lady across the street walk her dog every day it could be someone that's done something with a nonprofit um, I'm looking for people like that so uh, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter um, with ideas but hopefully, over the next 21 days, we kind of highlight quite a few different backgrounds of people here in Madison.
3: And obviously, Connor, your your Twitter handle is not as uh, catchy as ours. Dan at Ford's backwater. Too. But, uh, for oh, really? are, who, but for folks who are, but for folks at home who are interested in reaching out to you, what's your Twitter handle?
0: turbotobin 13.
3: Excellent, and that's not spelled like the fish. Uh, just, just so you're aware, uh, Neil, uh, do you have anything planned uh, besides growing back your mustache for this big match on on May 22nd?
1: Uh, I don't have a, a plan to grow back the mustache for May 22nd. That's for um, a future match after that. Um, but, but my take on on this um, this awesome match that the club has put together is a. Uh, it's a fantastic chance for not only Madison uh, to rise up and get together to get support together. a great cause, but um, on the club side for fans around the U.S. and fans around the world that um, I've kind of grasped to forward Madison as their club or their second favorite club to, to have a chance to, to help our community out, have a chance to put, um, like Connor said, their name on a mural inside of Brees because we have that kind of reach as a club. And now it's like, you have a real opportunity to um, support us, not through merch or not through a season ticket, but through something that matters even more. Um, you build it towards helping Madison, but then, like Connor said, let's, let's break an attendance record. Let's not beat 5,000. Let's, let's get what the Doobie Brothers didn't get. Let's get way more than them. <laughs>
3: I think uh you know some some people have finally noticed on on Twitter that yes, if you get to ten thousand you're never going to break that record for a soccer match unless of course uh that that second tier that we can get that past the historical planning commission um but Good luck. I think yeah I think uh you know that that's an admirable uh kind of goal relatedly Dan, what are we as a podcast doing uh for this
2: well we weren't going to let. Turbo Show us up like that. So uh, we decided we, we came up with our, uh, our match day 18. Um, unfortunately, these two are involved in it because they've both been guests on the show before. So we're Keith and I um, uh, went ahead and um, purchased 20 tickets to the match. And, um, Just
3: Dan so far. The check is in the mail. Now.
2: <laughs> I, Keith, Keith's Venmo is very, is a very interesting combination of numbers and letters. Like our Twitter accounts, so I don't seem to be able to find him on Venmo. Um, so yes, at this point, I have bought twenty tickets to the match. Um, and uh, we're, we, you know, we're going to honor the every guest that we've had on the show since the beginning and. Um, if they're in a position, you know, some of them have probably already bought tickets at this point, but if, if they're in a position to buy a ticket on behalf of someone else, we'd love to see them do that. Um, but you know, I think for, for, you know, for me, when I saw this get announced, I had been, I don't know if I'd been surprised, but I'd been kind of thinking like, it'd be really cool if the club did something that was kind of a big rallying cry. I didn't know what that was going to look like. And when I saw this, I was like, well, this makes perfect sense. Um, and the the reaction immediately was, I think, um, I'm starting to become less and less surprised about uh, how people react to the things that this club, club does and seeing it being shared by men in blazers and being shared by Pablo Mauer from the athletic and, you know, people um, really picking it up and saying, Hey, let's try and support this club. It made me think, well, you know, we've had this opportunity to do the podcast and it wouldn't have been as fun or as interesting without all the guests we've had on over the last, whatever it is, eight, nine months. Um, and so eight, just- nine
3: months and six shows really <laughs>
2: <laughs> well it was six show, it was six shows in the first seven months and now it's been like 50 in the last six <laughs> weeks um but uh, just a way to say thank you and uh make sure um you know and and also if any of those people who we pick aren't able to um to buy a ticket i want to make we wanted to make sure that they're on the mural and that they're part of this too
3: I think, yeah, and I think what this speaks to is, you know, people from around the world have gotten involved in in buying tickets and getting their name on there, but I also think it it speaks to just the the great sense of community. You know, uh, I I listen to some of the old podcasts, and this is a better podcast when we actually talk about matches. I know that's shocking, um, but it, it, (laughs) it, it kind of focuses us, but you know, I, I've I've had numerous text conversations, as I, I'm sure not Neil, Dan, Connor, all of you guys have, where I just miss, like, that 15 minutes where you first get to, uh, if you're just making it to the game right before the game, or if you're going to, you know, one of our partners there, Vintage Brewing, or, or down the street to the Bubble Up Lounge at the Avenue Bar, you know, that first 15 minutes where you see all the people that you see at games, you know, and it's very rarely in in you know modern life now do you have that experience where you can see those people that and you know you 're going to see them there and if they 're not there it 's su- surprising that they're that not there so this is I think a way for all of us to kind of virtually recreate that that sense, which is so much fun and so great do we know where it's we're all at, the time at
0: Salzburg paying off? <laughs>
3: Well, they, they don't have high life. So they didn't have high life, so I was pretty sober. So my mind is sharp, sharp like a knife.
0: It's like exercising a little bit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. So, uh, you know, th- those uh, – if you are look for uh, on social media, both on Connors and our, on our feed where we'll name the folks that we're buying tickets on their behalf. Um, but, you know, we'll give them shouts as well throughout – throughout going forward. Um, I, I think really what Connor is doing is, is just great because there's so many people in this community who've done so much for it over the last 20, 30 years that may not always get the recognition they deserve, um, or even over the last couple of weeks uh, who've been making a difference. And so I think it's great to kind of ha- highlight hidden heroes as well. Um, you know, because a lot of the, the people that have stood tallest are not the people that we generally, you know, sing the praises of in the, in the press and in the media. Um, so I really appreciate that about what you're doing as well, Connor. Thank you. So, uh, to move on from, you know, this very kind of serious uh, tone, going to be a little bit, uh, you know, shorter podcast, maybe all around, but uh, did want to get an update from you, Connor, what's going on? How How are you, is your uh, recovery from surgery coming. Are you, you back at it? Um, you know, your diet obviously is not yet mid season form. Um, but you know, are, are you ready to go? How's your soccer tennis game as well?
0: Soccer tennis game has never been better. <laughs> I'd actually say I've made advances during this pandemic, which is scary for someone like Eric Leonard, <laughs> you know, set a personal goal to, you know what I'm going to challenge myself here a bit. So I got out the tennis ball working on a little touch trying to get up to a 1,000 juggles of the tennis ball and chipping away at it.
2: I don't want to make you – I don't want to give you an even bigger head, but uh, I, we're, we're well aware you don't listen to our podcast, and, you know, we take it personally. But when we had Daryl on a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about uh, kind of some of the greatest competitors he's uh, coached throughout his career. And, uh, you know, he named, uh, you know, St. Jesse and a couple other people. But then he said, you know, he's only known you for a short amount of time, but he said, you're – game on the soccer tennis court is is ridiculous like he just said the guy never loses he
0: refuses um, to lose I think. he refuses to lose
2: um and he said you were in people's head
0: i mean i don't know uh actually quality opponent i mean i played against people that are definitely better than me um and to be fair my games changed quite a bit it's evolved i used to be a backcourt player when i was playing with a little bit better caliber i was i was a guy in back i was a glue guy just get the ball up in the air. Now I've had to transition to be more of a finisher, but you know, taking that in stride, continue to work on it. But uh, as far as the other stuff, I mean, shoulder, it's been good for a little bit, still getting back the full range of motion, but I'm still at a point where I can play. I um, actually dealing with another little thing. I actually fractured my hand, like the last training session or last two training sessions before we went on lockdown. Didn't figure that out until, four or five weeks in the quarantine. So we're going to that on my other side, but all in all, not How did mad. you
3: fracture your hand? Do
1: you know, or?
0: I think someone was trying to run across me and I kind of stood in front of him and just kind of like hit my hand weird.
1: Huh. It was kind of no. jammed up pretty good. I got jammed up. Yeah, I got jammed up.
2: <laughs> Getting old,
0: sir. Yeah. I don't know if it was old. I mean, it was just like, I mean, I thought something was wrong when my hand turned like black and doubled in size. But I was initially told, uh, "Don't worry about it. It's probably just a ligament thing." But kind of yeah, that, lingered a that's bit. That's why so. you
3: shouldn't listen to Neil.
0: It seems pretty trustworthy. Wise words. Uh,
3: I was going to say because I once had a f- hairline fracture in my thumb, and it, it it exploded. So I would imagine, you know, a real fracture, you would get some good size swelling on that.
0: What, didn't want to stop gonna... me from doing some bush up and stuff. Yeah. So.
3: <laughs> probably didn't help help your rehab. All right. I, I have to confess now, guys, I'm letting this side down. I don't really have any new music uh, because the, the Grateful Dead Couch Tour uh, has been very intense the last couple of days. Uh, Five-three and five-four, both from my adopted hometown of Paris at the Olympia Theater, just straight fire. Recommend them highly. Uh, but I'm turning Might to you. want to give a year there. 1972. It's the 1972 Couch Tour. I think I said that up top. Uh, you know, this is my favorite era of the band. They had, they had still the remnants of the kind of psych, psychedelic rock of the late 60s. They're, they're bringing in the Americana sound from Working Man's Dead and American Beauty. And then the pig pen is still there laying down the blues, which, I mean, for, for a white guy, that guy can sing the blues. How's that sound?
2: And if this so, isn't boring enough, you can follow Keith Flormango Mango. Jimmy from Milwaukee and, uh, Grant Peters, uh, cool bro. And John, John (laughs)
3: yeah, On
2: Twitter, having a public texting chain on, (laughs) which I don't quite understand. I didn't realize they were all like that old and uncool, but, um, I'm like, literally like, why am I publicly seeing this text chain? (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it's a public service. Let's
3: be honest. It's what you should be listening to from the Grateful Dead. Uh, and if you
2: haven't, if you (laughs) take it offline, fellas, take it offline.
3: (laughs) And if, if you like the dead and you haven't discovered grateful dead of the day website, it is spectacular. Uh, so what, what should I be listening to if I'm not listening to the grateful dead, my more, uh, hip wiser, uh, uh, you know, more tech savvy friends.
2: Yeah. I mean, there hasn't been, you know, there hasn't been a ton of new music coming out. I mean, people have been kind of pushing their albums back. So, um, I've been kind of on this, like, I think last week I talked about my morning jacket and I've been kind of diving back into some of the old music I used to listen to. Um, and another one that turned 15 over the weekend, which made me feel very old was, um, uh, the hold steadies separation Sunday. I was, I still am a huge hold steady fan. And like they were, I was living in Brooklyn when that, when they were kind of blowing up. So I got to see them a lot. And, um, that album's fantastic. Uh, I think he's one of the most unique songwriters in America, and um, great album. And I couldn't believe it was 15 years old.
3: You know what? I just realized. Thank God uh, that I didn't live in Brooklyn when I lived in New York, because otherwise, we would have been two bearded guys from Brooklyn hosting a podcast. We would have had to walk out into traffic.
2: I don't. Th- I didn't. Uh, did I? I don't think I had a beard yet. I don't think the beard came.
3: I wasn't, and, cool. uh, I wasn't that.
2: I wasn't that cool when I lived in Brooklyn.
3: And, and you, you shared the joke with uh, Cuba and I on on text, uh, which I'll now make public. Uh, what do you What do you call a group of white men?
2: Podcast. <laughs> All right,
3: Neil Connor, what should we be listening to?
0: <laughs> not,
1: not the last joke, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, I'm strictly a contributor. Like I, I think I voiced last week, so not my podcast. <laughs> and uh, but we are for white males. So that will um, um, In lieu of Sturgill, Simpson, and Tyler Childers canceling their A Good Looking tour, um, which I had bought uh, tickets to for my girlfriend and I to see. So now i got to buy her another birthday present. Um, so that's great. Uh, but, I recommend uh, this website, their called tour. Poshmark. Uh,
3: I, I hear this, this Poshmark has a lot of good stuff on it.
1: I mean, there's a lot of free concerts on Facebook Live, Instagram Live these days, so I don't know what more she wants.
3: Maybe go through the neighborhood, pick some <laughs> flowers, do a little indoor picnic.
1: I start fires in the yard and stuff, barbecue. I, I don't know.
2: You did play like 175 rounds of golf over the weekend, didn't you?
1: Yeah, she might have paid for that though, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> you might have you might have to take down that not for sale sign on yourself, flashmark yeah. and generate a little extra ducats.
1: yeah but I know who'll be buying that so (laughs) yeah the same funds so in in lieu of that we're going to go back a a whole six years to the 2014 meta modern sound and country music by Sturgill himself Um, I had discovered Sturgill probably two years after that so I wasn't quite on board yet Um, so you can call me out for that if you want to but uh, love that album, kind of kick-started me out and to, to listen to Sturgill and then me discovering Tyler Childers and getting into the songs of uh, opioids and cocaine and pills that they all <laughs> sing about. <laughs> um, but dude, dude is unbelievable, so i just thrown it back to him this week and uh, kind of putting him on the, the shuffle and having fun with that.
0: Right,
3: nice. And you, Connor, are you listening to any music or are you just sitting there, you know, Captain Zen, quiet, You know, meditating. You called
0: me out for not being Zen, so
3: well you've you've come back to life. Maybe you're you're Zen when you're not fighting COVID.
0: He's on
1: the fighting COVID. COVID. You gotta
0: get you gotta get it revved up. So, uh, in the theme of piss and vinegar, kind of took it back to you know late '90s, early 2000s. Neil will appreciate this, given his time in Boston. Scott get get a little ska on your butt. Some big Dean, the kids table straight out of Boston.
3: Very nice. Very nice. Uh, so there you have it. You have a a couple of uh, options. I would also say there are a lot, there's going down that alt country vein. There's a lot of good stuff that you can go back to. Um, even in the, in the seventies, I'm a huge Graham Parsons fan and, uh, as well, in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a great album that was a, uh, a whole bunch of artists who did covers. Uh, Emmylou Harris uh, teamed up with, uh, uh, I think it was Ryan Adams. I, can we mention that name still? Um, <laughs> and uh, did a, a great version. But uh, up and down that album, a lot of great songs, a Graham pa- Parsons cover album. So give that a, a whirl on, on Spotify. Uh, I should also
2: mention in honor of uh, Cowboy Neal, uh, this weekend in the mail arrived, uh, the soundtrack to, uh, to Steve Zizu, uh, the say, oh, George, yeah? the say George album, where he does all the David Bowie songs in Portuguese, which is amazing. Like on Saturday afternoon, it was beautiful I Had all the windows down, sitting out on the front porch, had that cranked up, had a cocktail. It was, it was perfect. Great album.
3: It's, all you can't, artwork. you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with songs in Portuguese. I ordered sandwiches for lunch, and uh, multiple. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. I had two, two eight-inch number fives, and I forgot. Jimmy Jones? Huh. Jimmy Jones? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, uh, you gotta you go you go big you go bigger you go home around here, Connor. How quick was the delivery?
1: J J B L T.
3: Huh? I, I do the number five. The, uh, they don't, they call it the uncle Vito there. It's the godfather at, uh, big Mike's, AKA Emilio's, but it'll always be big Mike's to me. Um, but, uh, you go bigger, you go home. The, the godfather, the uncle Vito, uh, they were there in 15, 20 minutes, but I realized I forgot to tip the guy on, uh, on the card. And so I don't have any cash in my house because I haven't made a real live purchase in, in quite a while. And so I had to round up a whole pile of change, and so I gave him a pile of change for his tip. I think he would, might have preferred if I hadn't tipped him at all, but you know, there you go.
2: He had already noticed that the tip wasn't included in the payment, so he had he had already coveted those sandwiches. <laughs> those, well, he had it's, already coughed ah, know, all over him. <laughs> if,
3: if I don't if I don't make it to next week's podcast, you'll you'll know why. Uh, the good news is Madison is doing a pretty good job fighting fighting the COVID here. I think we're down to single digits in new cases. so yeah, the bad news is that the rest of the country is doing a
2: terrible job so uh, and,
3: well in the, the rest of the state, things are not going well not going well in the rest of the state. so there you go. Uh, until next time we say forwards, not backwards, upwards, not forwards, and always twirling, twirling, twirling. twirling. twirling.
2: call a flamingo cause her head glows like the sun and
0: her eyes can
2: light the skies when she walks she moves so fine like a
0: flower so did, off, off did you hear that
2: Keith they very quickly Venmoed each other for the money owed to the other person Keep
3: uh, by the way Connor I wanted to ask you I think we had we had Neil flustered uh there. Have you ever seen Neil flustered before?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> At what point was I flustered? I'd like to know this.
2: By the uh white guys podcast joke. Yeah. I was simply <laughs> that was that was humorous to me. I actually enjoyed <laughs> that joke. <laughs>